Hey everyone, this is Peter Vantine with First Love Ministries. You know, in Philippians chapter 2, we read, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant. This past week, Mark and I were discussing the many ways that Jesus loved us by disadvantaging himself for others. Our discussion concluded with Mark sharing a bit of what he had been journaling recently. So I hope you'll take a moment to listen in and that you're blessed by Mark's words today. We do a lot of verses that talk about God's love for us in a variety of ways, but I've been collecting this list of verses where in other passages of Scripture, Paul mostly, but there's a few other places, but Paul mostly writes about these specific moments of the ways that Jesus loved us um, when he was on earth. And one of those is found in 2 Corinthians 8-9, where when I personalized this, it goes like this. Mark, remember my grace, the grace of your Lord Jesus Christ, that although I was rich, for your sake I became poor, so that you, through my poverty, might become rich. So excel in this grace of giving. So one more time, he says, Remember my grace, the grace of your Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what is that grace? Well, he says, Although I was rich, for your sake I became poor, so that you, through my poverty, might become rich. Well, I had a friend who was sharing with me about how he, on a weekend, was actually a first love weekend, and they wanted to be able to let um, couples come, especially young couples. So many times on our weekend events, usually only one parent comes where the spouse will stay at home with kids. And in this particular case, there was a number of people that had kids who desired to come but weren't sure they could do it, and especially they wanted to come together. They wanted to have the experience together. And so this uh, wonderful brother that I've been spending time with, mentoring and enjoying a relationship with, he said to me, though, that he gave up Friday night and all day Saturday, he and his wife, because he said, I wanted to be disadvantaged so they could have the advantage to be able to come. And he said, isn't that what love really is? Well, I couldn't help but reflecting on that the next day, and I was thinking about this verse, and I realized how the contrast where Jesus said, I was rich and then became poor, didn't really connect with me all that well, mostly because we've never been rich. Um, and just the concept of rich and poor, that he was rich and became poor, I, I don't necessarily think of Jesus even as being rich and becoming poor maybe in American standards. So anyway, I was sitting, memorizing this verse, meditating on it, and then that word came to mind, disadvantage. And so I began to just journal and allow the Lord to bring words to mind and say this verse with a whole different um, list of words. So I want to share that with you this morning. See how it impacts you, because it definitely impacted me in a whole new way. Mark, although I was rich, having every advantage, privilege, opportunity, 
having possessions, honor, blessings that were due my position as King of Kings, Creator, and God. For your sake, for your good, for your advantage, opportunity, and blessing, I became poor, meaning I disadvantaged myself. I surrendered it all, gave it all up, left it behind, denied myself taking the form of a servant, your servant, so that you, from no merit of your own, but from the grace and mercy in my heart toward you, because of my great love and affection for you, through my poverty, not the overflow, the leftovers, what I wouldn't miss or it wouldn't cost me, through my poverty, you became rich, rich with hope, rich with a future and blessings, eternal and present, rich with eternal life, forgiveness, grace for others. Well, as I sat and just reflected on that, I was pretty blown away, truthfully, because now these were concepts I could relate to, words that I could understand and appreciate. The idea of giving up and letting go of things that were mine for the sake of someone else. So I continued to write, only now um, I just let him talk more just directly to me. So he continued, Mark, like me, because I did it for you first, I want you to become poor. Disadvantage yourself for the sake of another's advantage and opportunity. Surrender your position of privilege and entitlement and become the servant of others. Spending your time, energy, and resource on them. Excel in this grace of giving. Increasingly look to see how you might use less of what is yours on yourself so that others might have more, affording them opportunities and advantages they never dreamed possible. Do not please yourself, but please others for their good, to build them up even as I did. Offer yourself as a living, holy sacrifice, for this pleases me. What's more, it's the only worship that makes sense now, that is true and proper, given what I did for you first. Whew. I was amazed at the depth that the Lord went way beyond the idea of rich and poor. But for the first time, I felt like I was really starting to understand it. And so then I responded, Lord Jesus, I'm amazed at what you gave up and how you lived among us, joyfully serving and having nothing. It's really the story of the prince and the pauper. We didn't recognize you because you looked just like us. You lived among us and fully experienced our suffering, but never once obsessing over your suffering, but always doing so for our sakes. Well, at that point, it caused me to ask a number of questions. I said, Beloved Trinity, what does this look like for Rob and me? Lord, where do we start? Our treasure, our time, our talents. How do we do this and still be responsible in the present and for the future? This is always the question that's really difficult, is where the tension between faith and responsibility meet. But this was certainly causing in my heart an awareness that I was far too quick to want to stay rich and not become poor. Well, then a little bit later, I just paid attention to the first statement 
where Jesus said, remember my grace, the grace of your Lord Jesus Christ. So I just thought about that phrase, your Lord Jesus Christ. And then I let him talk to me. Here's what I think I heard. Mark, my name is Jesus, which means the Lord saves. Father and Spirit sent me to save you. This is why I was sent into the world. Only I could do it. And I was happy to do it for your sake. I am also Lord, the Old Testament name for God. I am God, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. I, the Son, am the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by me all things were created, things in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities, all things have been created through me and for me. I am before all things, and in or by me all things hold together. And I am Messiah, the Anointed One, the prophesied King from the line of David, fulfilling God's promises. So remember my grace, my act of unmerited, generous, lavish favor on you, that for your sake, your benefit, good and edification, I became poor. So my last response to that was this. Lord, you changed your position. You changed your status. You changed your conditions. You changed everything familiar to you. You traded places with me. But you did not change yourself. In fact, it was because of who you are, your goodness, kindness, compassion, incomprehensible love, that you changed everything for my sake. Oh Lord, how far my heart is from being truly like yours. Please work in me more deeply. It's in these kind of moments when you hear the Lord unpack, go deeper, explain what he was really doing for us, what it was like for him to do what he did for us, that we begin to discover what love really looks like. And it's so much more than just a nice feeling. In the end, the Lord didn't just love us with words, but he loved us with action and in truth. And this verse is just one of those verses that reminds us of just how amazing that love was, how amazing it was, the way he acted in love for us. Now, because he did it for us first, oh man, with all my heart, I'm not sure about you, but with all my heart, I want to learn to love like he loved me and loved you and loved all of us first. Isn't it amazing to consider the many ways Jesus loved us through disadvantaging himself for us? If you'd like to learn more about what First Love is all about, you can visit us on the web at firstloveministries.org or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We would be so blessed to have you come alongside and partner with us as we discover the depth and riches of God's love together. Thanks for listening. God bless you.